0: I don't think that there's anything necessarily special or or different about the people that get published. I think they're just the ones that survived and and stuck to it. Welcome to Novel Beginnings. I'm Tim.
1: And I am Dee.
0: And this is episode four.
1: Episode four. Here we are. How did it go, Tim?
0: I would say it went pretty well.
1: Did you hit your milestone? Because last time we spoke... Your milestone was to complete Act 1, and my milestone was to do my first rough edits of the whole book. So how, how did your milestone go?
0: Two very different milestones, by the way.
1: Two huge milestones, uh, regardless. Yeah,
0: yes, those are accomplishments for sure. Might well. I think I hit my goal, but I'm a bit concerned that I don't know for sure. I feel like... There should be a a specific moment where uh you end act one and your character and their motivations and goals spring into act two. um and I don't know if I have that like defined point yet, which concerns me, but I do feel like uh on the overall narrative structure that i'm I'm done with my first act. does that make sense?
1: I think you did do it, Tim. I think that's something to yeah. Be super proud of, even though it feels a little nebulous.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'll count it. I'll count it.
1: So check mark on that one.
0: Yeah. How about for you?
1: So I was supposed to, um, as you know, on the last podcast, I kind of finished writing out the story. I hit the last chapter. And for the last couple of weeks, I was supposed to go through the whole book and make a first pass edits. And I didn't make it through the whole book. I made it through half the book. And what those edits look like were just, I still kept it loose. I haven't gotten to the beautification passes yet, but just kind of the enhancing, the enhancing of story, plussing out plot points. I've been getting more into naming and just adding those layers of details for this specific draft. And it felt so good. It was a great feeling.
0: That's great. So you're turning those TKs into uh, actual beautiful prose and description.
1: <laughs> I've actually just like tripled my amount of TKs, but <laughs> yes, I am fleshing out some TKs. But in doing that, I'm also adding more, so the drafts will continue.
0: So, okay, walk me through your process here. So, are you is it the goal that you're just kind of doing like a uh, an edit from ten thousand feet, or are you trying to go into like each scene? and plus it up, or make sure the logic tracks throughout the whole story, or or what's your goal?
1: Yeah, so this is my first time really reading through the book since, you know, I wrote the first half two years ago, and I hadn't read through it since, I mean, since now. So, you know, I kind of joke that, like, I've had six years of ideas, and, like, you know, I've been consistently writing on this book for maybe two or three months now like that's been the dedicated time to writing but I have all these ideas from all these years that they just kind of flow out of me they've always existed there and they just have been dying to come out so I am going scene by scene and just like plussing out details where they come to me just making sure the character dialogue is in line with the character's And, you know, since I wrote the second half two years after, a lot's changed. So I'm having to like go back and change and update certain things. And so this is a very loose edit. It's like kind of, you know, the metaphor of layers came to me and I was almost imagining like layers of a cake. It's like you have your base layer and then you keep stacking, 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 adding more and more and more details. And I'm not going to frost the cake. I'm not going to make it beautiful until everything is really working underneath the surface. And so what I'm doing is just working out all the kinks, adding all the details, adding all of this beautiful detail that's been swarming in my head for six years and just adding the richness. And so those layers those like drafts like I'm on layer two right now. This will be like one of those Japanese layered cakes where it's like 50 crepes, <laughs> and I'll just keep adding and keep adding and so yeah that's that's where I've been at.
0: I love that uh, that analogy and it, it made me realize how hungry I am um, but uh, but yeah I, I think that's great. Uh, something that I do that I've done all my life that I imagine you do as well is I pick up like little I get a little story idea or um, just something happens in my life that I want to remember, I, I try and write it down and then um, it'll always lead to these magical moments where I'm working on a, a story and I, I think, oh, that little idea from uh, six months ago, would may fit in nicely here. It doesn't always work, but it's nice to have that uh, that little library of, um, of kept moments.
1: Yeah, I Completely agree. I remember someone told me a couple of years ago, whatever idea you have, make sure you write it down. Because, you know, if it just pops in your head and you're like, oh, I love that. I need to remember that or I'll remember it. Like it's sometimes it just loses loses steam. It loses its ability to stay prolonged in your mind. So write it down. Always write it down. You never know when it will come back into play. Where where are you keeping these ideas for for your book?
0: Um, I have a notes app on my phone uh, that I just kind of open up and type in and it's reading it back to anyone else. It would probably look like the mad scribblings of a crazy person, but uh, it makes sense to me for the most part. Like sometimes there will be ones from a couple of years ago that I just can't make any sense of. And I know that at the time I I thought it was great, but I, I, I couldn't tell you what it was about now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, always add that extra details. I have so many of those, too, where I'm like, what does this mean? (laughs)
0: Yeah, like spaghetti? What did I want to say about spaghetti?
1: (laughs) Yeah, in my manuscript, so before the chapters, I actually have a section um, on Google Docs that's just ideas. And so I, too, write in my phone, and I always try to, like, translate the ones that are in my phone to the Google Doc. So the first, like, Thirty pages of my google doc of the book are literally just ideas and so i can go back and read through it and then take that idea and weave it through or just like it's a way of never forgetting everything lives in one spot
0: i love that that's great and and for you at home as well I'm, i'm sure you're doing that as well i think that's one of the clues um that that helps you realize uh how you know you should be a writer is if you do things like that. I mean, I I know not everyone is doing things like that, but if you have the the fortitude to capture those moments and to remember them, that I think that, that that's kind of a hint at your purpose.
1: I love that. There are little tidbits of imagination or ideas or wisdom, little lines that come to you Like take that as a hint, take that as a clue as write this. You're supposed to build that out. You know, we talked about this in episode one with the world feeding you these ideas and the world wants you to write.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also write those ideas down because they will disappear sometimes within minutes. So (laughs) you all have a phone in your pocket, open up the the notes app and just jot it down.
1: Yeah, do you like if you have an idea in the middle of the night, or like in your dream, do you sometimes like I force myself to get up and write it down. And it's like exactly what you said, spaghetti, <laughs> where it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've done that before, but I, I agree. I find that it often doesn't make sense, I remember- but still.
1: Yeah, the author of um, Where the Crawdad Sings, she said that, that she had like a notepad right next to her bed. And because that was just like the most beautifully written book with these like little lines of wisdom and things would come to her in the middle of the night and she would just write them down. And she just had like, I believe, um, like just stacks and stacks of notes of these little one off lines she would write. and And you saw just how beautiful her book was.
0: I actually never read that one. Oh I think I think I'm the only person on the planet.
1: I read it. I mean, I listened to the audiobook, but does that count as reading?
0: <sighs> yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't That's how I do most of my reading these days, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, but let me ask you. So, I think of that book, does she have does she use a narrative structure where like at the beginning of the chapter she'll talk about like the um a species of of plant? In the, uh, in the swamp or something like that. Am I thinking of the right book?
1: Yeah, that is the right book. But I can't remember if her narrative structure is, does she start with a plant and then build out from the chapter? I can't, I can't remember how it was structured.
0: I think that's a really um, interesting something that I'm doing in my book uh, is um, by keeping a, uh writing a, a, a non-fiction book in the world does, is obviously uh, part of the narrative but it's just like little um explanations of, of my magic system or or the fantasy and it's almost like uh in the frames of a textbook and I'm putting little um, tidbits at the beginning of each chapter um and, and generally they have something to do uh, with the following chapter or kind of reveal some information that I, I can't find a way to put into uh, the chapter itself so I think that's kind of a, a um, an interesting way to to frame your story if you're struggling for a way to um get all your information in or uh, trying to avoid info dumping or anything like that
1: i love that i think that's such a nice way to do it it like sets up some of the rules of the world without having to do that in the chapter per se uh
0: you can make it work thematically too so if there's something you want to say a a message you want to um portray in a a specific chapter um then you can you know, write a, a, a textbook line that um, that kind of gets you there.
1: I really love that, and I. I haven't done that for this specific book, but in the past, like there is something like where it's a beautiful line. It's like a theme that comes out of that specific chapter that you kind of want to highlight. Yeah, there's so many playful things that you can do within your chapter structure or how you structure that chapter from the beginning with like a line like that. That, yeah, is like you could do whatever you want. And that's amazing.
0: Yeah, literally. I mean, I just read a book a few months back. That was all nothing but uh, a series of emails and it was compelling and it was interesting and uh, just as readable as any other novel that I've read. So get weird with it. We we encourage you to experiment and uh, find what works for your story.
1: Yeah. Get weird and get jiggy with it.
0: Yeah. Na-
1: na- th- na- 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 na.
0: <laughs> That's the name of the episode. We just we just found it.
1: Get jiggy with it or no, na- no, na- no, na- no, na- no. Oh, wait, oh <laughs> my God
0: get weird and get jiggy with it i think
1: <laughs> so tim let's talk about lifestyle habits and our last episode we talked a little bit about the book atomic habits and yeah i just kind of want to talk about lifestyle habits and how writing just becomes a habit versus a chore or it just becomes part of your daily routine and Yeah, well, I don't know. This It's a weird way of posing the question.
0: (laughs) No, I I mean...
1: Things you do every day without fail. (laughs) I
0: think in making something a habit, it sometimes will feel like a chore. You know, even if it's your favorite thing in the world, you're not going to want to do it all the time. Yeah. I think what's important is repetition and making some sort of progress every day. So no zero days, unless, you know, you want to write Monday through Friday and then give yourself a weekend. Uh, which which is what i do which is what i think you do as well totally support that Um, but monday through friday you should not have any zero days so even if you're not necessarily uh, working on your your main story you're you're doing something uh, even if it's not your core idea you're doing something that uh, expands your skills as a writer and keeps the habit and if you keep adding to uh the base that you've built every single day then you're you're just going to improve as a writer and there's no way
1: to fail i love that i think that's such a good point as long as you're doing something like every day or monday through friday i think in my first week of this last round i like missed a day and i was like oh oh, f like i need to catch up and do double the next day i need to cram and like And I started getting to this like weird mental space of like, okay, I missed two days. Now I have to catch up and do an hour and a half. So I'm doing, you know, three times that and catching up. And then it reminded me of just like when I was younger and Tim, you and I were joking about this, like, oh, summer is coming. We have to go to the Beach and we all want to look good. So we're going to do like a crash diet and like work out really hard for like that couple weeks leading up for it. <laughs> um, this is a bad analogy, but it's a mental shift. And I remember maybe like 15 years ago, I had a mental shift around my health and I was like, I don't want to do any more diets. I don't want to, I just want a healthy lifestyle. I want to run every day. I want to eat healthy every day. And it wasn't like, it just became my lifestyle it was who i was it was a habit because i was doing it every day and for me i really i felt that this last two weeks like where i was like trying to catch up and like cram and like make up for lost times and i had that same epiphany that i did 15 years ago when i like no writing is a lifestyle this this is something I can do.
0: And it's, you know, there are going to be good days. There are going to be bad days. It's it's a, a journey. No one is ever um, going to be hitting home runs every time they get up to the plate. But as long as you're, you're doing something, then the momentum will, will be there.
1: Yeah. So I think it's good to reflect on your habits. What are things you do without fail? Do you make an espresso in the morning? Do you make coffee? Like whatever those things are. But, like, write those down. Do you go for a walk every day? Do you uh, read every night? What are your habits? And, like, you know what? Add writer to that list. And you can have good habits and bad habits. Like, I think James Clear talks about that and definitely recommend that book. But let's add writer to that list of habits.
0: Yes. Yeah. And and is, that a, is it in the good habits or the bad habits column? I'm not quite sure.
1: It's definitely good. Why would it be
0: bad? <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> It could be a little torturous sometimes I'm, uh. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe um, it is. <laughs> depends what day it is.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have some big news, by the way.
1: What's the news?
0: We have our first listener question.
1: Oh my God, we do?
0: Yeah. So this is from uh, from Anna, and she would like to know, how do you go about editing while you're writing?
1: You answer first, and then... I'll give my response.
0: Okay. I think we'll give two different answers here because we're both in very different stages um, of uh, our projects, but I try not to edit at all uh, just because if I go back to the previous paragraph or previous chapter, I'll just keep uh, changing sentences and moving words around. uh, And I I can get, you know, lost Um, doing that for for my entire writing time and so I'm, i'm making a conscious effort to not do that and to just keep pushing forward
1: yes i would say i'm very similar when i'm writing at least like when i've written this first draft it's like a complete right brain activity like i don't go back i just let it flow it's creative it's intuitive i let it pour out of me and you know, like I said, the last two weeks, I've been kind of going back and I've been using more of that like left brain, that more like analytical detail oriented. Let's get, let's change this. Let's add these things. So I think at least for your first draft, as you're writing the story, I would say like don't edit as you go, just let it flow out of you. And, you know, when you go back for various drafts or layers, then you can kind of edit a little bit more
0: yeah, I think so too. And I mean, uh, there's a limit to that. I, I understand that you wanna make your sentences and your prose as beautiful as possible. Um, but you will not finish your project if you keep on being precious about it and, and mm-hmm. not just pushing through so um so Anna, don't edit until <laughs> you're done.
1: Yeah, thank you, Anna, for writing us in.
0: So, um I wanted to talk about dialogue. Uh yeah. and that question kind of leads into it because sometimes when i'm writing when i'm writing dialogue i will just write like exactly what i i want the person to be asking or saying and like mm-hmm. not including any subtext or just being very very blunt um mm-hmm. and then i hope to come back to that in my second or third draft uh, or maybe even uh, like a dialogue polish that's just fo- focused on mm. uh, on you know how characters talk to each other But what is your, do you have any uh, tips or advice when it comes to dialogue?
1: Yeah, I appreciate what you're saying because I think that's right. Like, let's just get the sentiment out there. It can, you know, have an essence of the character, but... Yeah, to take a dialogue pass later in your process is a great idea. And I would say I started to do that in the last couple of weeks. And something that's been helpful for me is for each character, I kind of have like a little blurb about them. And you can put that on like a note card or a post-it, but I kind of just have it on a separate tab about who the character is, like their qualities. I even have like an example perfect dialogue line of them. And so... I'm kind of like looking back to those as I'm working on their dialogue. Just so I'm like, okay, this is where this character is coming from. Like, I need to make sure that that line is kind of coming from their essence. So that's been a really helpful trick for me.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. I love the I, I love the idea of having like a um, a, a sample line or what's you know what their what is a sentence that kind of. Um, Distills their essence. I love that. That's that's a really great idea, and I'm I'm gonna be stealing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. It's actually like a video game. Like each sentence, like oh yes, I got this. I made that character sound like them, and then you move on to the next line. It's very like this like instant gratification, moving on to the next level. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I think because if you have a good character. Or multiple good characters, then you're going to be able to tell who's talking when you have a conversation, when they have a conversation with each other, even if it's without dialogue tags or he said, she said, um, just by the, you know, their cadence, the words they use, how they inform their sentences, it all kind of uh, is informed by who, they're, who they are as a character. What their past was, you know, even if they, did they go to private school? Did they go to public school? Mm. Like, you know, even little details like that would affect how, how, you know, someone's vocabulary, how someone talks, um, yeah. their confidence when they're saying something, all, all that. So it's, it's such a, um, a collection of, of different things that reveal character.
1: Yeah. That's like an incredible test. If you kind of remove the, said this person, can you actually tell whose line it is?
0: Yeah, so like in that book you were talking about earlier, you would know when one of the main character crawdads was singing versus when one of the other crawdads was singing, right? I assume that's that's what that book is about.
1: All the crawdads <laughs> are singing, yeah, and I can crawdads. tell them all apart. <laughs> 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 so, Tim, before we end, last question: Is there anything that we can do in addition to writing to support? Our writing journey
0: hmm what so what do you mean by that
1: yeah like does reading books help you with your writing process does listening to podcasts listening to audiobooks like what are things that you find kind of help give you a little more in your writing process
0: okay yeah so i was in uh, a bit of a slump over the last few weeks uh which we had spoken about and i said that um I had started I well when I was in the slump I hadn't been reading as much and I didn't really make time for reading um and uh I didn't you know I'd start a book and I wasn't super into it so I would stop it and then I found a book that I enjoyed um and I I found that it kind of uh inspired me it made me want to write it kind of gave me some ideas for directions on on my story and so um doing things like that that surround you uh, in a, a creative space whether it's like you said listening to podcasts listening to an audiobook or reading a story i think things that are are kind of adjacent um to your uh to your writing uh th- that's that's what helps me
1: yeah yeah totally and uh for me i'd say like all those things like if i'm listening to like a podcast or a story on writing it just puts me more in that world and like my brain is being more occupied with those kind of thoughts. And even if I'm like on a run and I'm sometimes I'll just listen to a podcast or about writing or um, a book on writing or um, even like this last week and this was something I've never done before. but I went to a book talk and that was really cool. And I can't believe I had never done that. and just being in a room of writers, Things like that. It just kind of, it, whatever you can do to level up, I think is a good approach.
0: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Wait, tell me about this book talk.
1: Yeah. So quickly the book talk was great. It was, it was just great. It was nice to see it done in person. Like the author read the first chapter and there was a and a and a lot of the people in the audience were writers and asking questions about their process. And, you know, as I was listening to him, I was like, oh, my gosh, wow, the way that he's answering these questions are the way that you and I have been answering questions about the process. And it really, I don't know, it was validating that what we've been doing, like we're doing the right things, Tim, and it feels good.
0: Yeah. And I think that it's uh, it's just a matter of sticking to it. I mean, I know I have full faith in you. I know that you have uh, the ability and skill to be a published novelist when I, I read interviews or, or see um well see interviews with uh with writers and I you know I, I don't think that there's anything um necessarily special or, or different about the people that get published. I think they're just the ones that survived and, and stuck to it and
1: yeah.
0: um you know were were afraid of making changes that needed to be made or or things like that. So stick to it.
1: Yeah, stick to it. It's that dedication that leads to success. Okay, Tim. <laughs> Beautiful. So in two weeks, is there anything you want to change about the process?
0: No, I don't think so. I, I'm just I'm gonna keep pushing forward into what I hope is my second act and uh I, I hope to have good news to report next episode.
1: I'm sure you will. <laughs>
0: okay what so what are what are you hoping to accomplish in the next two weeks
1: yes i want to make it through the rest of the book um with that you know second edit pass keep adding all the details all the fun stuff the video game of dialogue all those things so hopefully our listeners have nice milestones think about it right now see if you can hit your targets
0: yes yeah. and any and send us an email let us know uh where you're at and um and what you're hoping to accomplish either in the next two weeks or over the course of this whole um this whole project
1: yeah yeah okay tim well thank you so much thank you d thank you happy writing
0: happy writing